Hello, everyone. Welcome to week 41 of the It Doesn't Matter podcast. And we've got myself, Strapvax John Lee. And we've got Bobby Blatino, a.k.a. the, the Dominican Dream, Vivi. That's that grapefruit. We're live, pal. <laughs> the grapefruit's right here. <laughs> We're live, pal. <laughs> yes, you Bobby Blatino. There he is. And we've got... I am the notorious one. I am Dom. Boom. All right, and we are here once more filming a fantastic show with for you with a bunch of topics. And the first topic we're going to talk about is this birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Ooh, happy yeah. birthday. Somebody turned 71 years old. I wish he was still around, but he was one of the greatest. If he was still here, he would get on the top rope and put his hands up like this. And he would drop the elbow on you and boom, right into the ribs. Today is the Macho Mean Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Can you dig it? Oh, yeah. I can dig it. <laughs> when you just do that, oh, yeah. That <laughs> sounds like our recent guest, Savage Eddie Long. You know. Need some Slim Jims over here. I don't know about all that. I used to get them at the 7 <laughs> Eleven, which is no longer there. You know. They caught on fire. Caught yeah. on fire. Yeah, everybody loves the Macho Man. Yeah, because they're doing impressions of the Macho Man every single day. Maybe I did one a couple weeks ago pre-show that no one's ever seen again or will ever see talking about i don't even know what i'm talking about come on there you gotta get that little macho man get that voice in there and get it in let me do it first name macho last name savage look at the boots bitch (laughs) (laughs) so happy birthday happy birthday macho man oh man i mean talk about a legend that never dies never goes away and why would he we love the macho man Randy savage and uh, even in spite of watching his episodes of uh, uh, A&E Biography or Dark Side of the Ring, <laughs> that's okay. They were good episodes, but yeah. it did not reflect well on old Macho Man. But that's okay. That's okay. So, Strat Facts, what is your favorite Macho Man match or moment of all time? If I had to go back, see, this is an important question. If I had to go back and watch uh, a random Macho Man match. You know, I'd actually want to go check out his series with Diamond Dallas Page, because that's where he made Diamond Dallas Page. I think I'll take the cutter tonight. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm. You know, and yeah, I mean, he, he. I mean, back when he was in the WWF, I didn't really care for like the Macho King era kind of thing with him as a heel with Sherry. So what else would you like? Um, he had great promos early in his career, and even on his uh, DVD, which you can find on the network, he had some great matches, you know, with Ricky Steamboat and the Boston Garden and various other people. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would go back and I would watch his uh, his run with DDP one more time. That's what I would like to do. Bang! Bang! Plot to know, what about you, buddy? I actually wanted to see his run when he turned in into the Macho Madness. I wasn't watching WCW at the time, so that was when, uh, was it Molly Holly was, Miss, was it Gorgeous? Miss, uh, gorgeous, Miss George. gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. And Medusa. Medusa, yeah, and that was, uh, no, that, damn, team, what was Molly's name? Team Madness? Mona. Mona. Mona, yeah. Mona Lisa. Let's rearrange those letters. <laughs> Mona. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that that run I I definitely miss because I wasn't watching WCW at the time and just seeing someone like that reinvent himself. It wasn't it much wasn't of great. a difference, but it was just something different. Like I didn't see that, so I would love to see what he did around that time because he, he became champion again, wasn't he? he, he One did, more time, but that wasn't the highlight of his run, of course. 
what was it? He was facing Dennis Rodman, that worm at oh Road God. Wild, 99 and Sturgis. That yeah. watch along. That was the worst, best yeah. show that we did. My, my favorite memory <laughs> of that era of the Macho Man is, you know, uh, Dad, my dad, would pop in the room, of course, while Macho Man with his entourage of Medusa, Gorgeous George, and Mona were bouncing along to the ring. I'm like, don't watch this, Dad. That's for me only. <laughs> I want to see the jiggly bits. So, thank goodness for the network nowadays, because I can rewatch them anytime I want. On demand. Uncensored. <laughs> oh, With <boy>. pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. Dom. Now, for me... I always was a big fan of Macho Man. I always liked the the color, like the lights, I liked the sunglasses, everything. But one thing that always stuck out to me was WrestleMania 10 when he won against Crush. That falls count anywhere in match. The match was corny, but I just liked the fact how Macho Man hung Crush upside down <laughs> in the backstage area and then ran to the ring and match was over. It was always cool to me back then. I liked that. But you can't forget his um memorable moment. Him and Sav, uh, him and uh, Ricky. Yeah, match. Well, the, one of the greatest matches. The greatest of all matches time. of all time. Yeah. Pretty Ricky. Yes, but now nah, that WrestleMania 10 thing it was pretty funny watching that thing. So if you ever get a chance, check it out on the Peacock. Peacock. Check it out WrestleMania 10, one of the more famous early WrestleManias, of course. But we're not talking about WrestleMania this week. We're talking about the Survivor Series. But before we get to our main time, we're going to preview the upcoming current. 2023 WWE Survivor Series. So we only have a brief uh, card, brief official card, but we're going to talk about that those matches anyway. So, Don, what we have going on there? So as of now, your first match that's official for the Intercontinental title, you got The Miz going against Gunther. Ooh. And everybody knows what's going to happen right there. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of... Yeah. Slapping the grapefruits. <laughs> he ain't slapping grapefruits. <laughs> gonna be chopping some meat. Gunther is gonna retain. Yeah. John? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else can you say? Just another challenger. Uh, just another challenger of the month for the long reigning Gunther. Um, is it gonna be com- competitive? Like, you know what? No. No, it's not. No one cares. Yeah. It's just another. It's just a stopgap. And unlike, say, you know, watching LA Knight face up against Roman Reigns, knowing he has no chance to win, but at least it was kind of, you know, it's fun. Yeah. With the Miz and Gunter, what is fun about that? They pushing Miz real hard. They trying to make him a top baby face. It's not gonna happen. You know, it. it you know, during uh, I was at during for my birthday, went to uh, the Mass Mutual Center in Springfield, Massachusetts, for a house show. And it was the day after Crown Jewel, and of course, uh, even uh, my lady friend Anita, she noted it was like this is the B team, isn't it? <laughs> the B squad. <laughs> it's like it was the B squad, and yeah, you can look up the card yourself. But one of the notable matches was Omos. Where the hell has he been with MVP taking on Akira Tozawa in what I found to be Akira Tozawa's longest. WWE match that I've ever seen him in. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, but who the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Gunther. Okay. We got a fan question. We got a question from Randy. Randall. Randy wants to know who is Gunther going to lose to? You. Someone in NXT. Chad Gable. It's going to be Dragonov. Yep. Ilya Dragonov. The guy that took his title 
in NXT, NXT UK. It's going to be Braun Breaker. <laughs> he got that nah. dog in him. Nah, I don't like that. Uh, nah. It's going to be Dragunov. It, does he have the personality to be in the main roster, though? Does he go there? Yes. Gucci's <laughs> <laughs> got all that respect. Yeah, it, he's got that character where you got to show respect to him, so... Ilya is like that underdog who's constantly fighting underneath. But promo-wise, eh. He's not the ring general. In ring or on promo. Yeah, I do that pose all the time. <laughs> Usually when I'm at the urinal. Look at the dick! <laughs> but what I was trying to get at earlier is that, you know, Nita and I were spending a lot of time just checking out all the, skinny, the wrestlers, the, the fit in shape wrestlers, and notably one very in shape, and we could I could not remember his first name. That's Kaiser. That's Frick Kaiser. Ludwig. What, what the hell's Kaiser? Yeah. I told you. He is pause. He has the he has the look. He has the look. I think if Gunther ever dropped the title, and I think this man could be the next Intercontinental Champion. Oof. I really think yeah. that he has yeah. that look. He has that. I just want to punch him in the face one good time. Yep. Oh, I'd like to touch him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What I was trying to get at was Ludwig Kaiser was a very presentable uh, 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 person at ringside at that house show in Springfield. But if he was at ringside for this Intercontinental title match at the Survivor Series, Miz would do very well to have another distraction of his own, the lovely Maurice. Yes. So you'd have, you know who you'd be looking at. You'd be looking at the lovely Maurice, or you'd be looking at the lovely Ludwig Kaiser. So <laughs> that would make it more interesting for me, and possibly for many fans out there in the WWE It Doesn't Matter podcast universe. <laughs> there we go. There's All right, match. our next match that's confirmed, we have Mommy Rhea Ripley defending her women's championship against Zoe Stark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe Stark. Like, what's... I mean, I admittedly don't watch NXT for a very long time now, and Zoe Stark, they just had to you know, pick someone. She got up too quickly. You Literally. think so? I mean... Seriously? Heck yeah, she had the um, Apollo Crews treatment. <laughs> Uh, down there for a month, and then whoop, right to the main roster. Was she down there longer? Yeah, no. she was longer than that. She had a couple injuries, so you didn't uh, see her. But it's like, what is so special about her that that they're bringing her up to the main roster ahead of all the other people down there? Like I said, that finisher. <laughs> that shit's Z360. Yeah, that shit's crazy. That shit I mean, that's how Ember Moon got to the main roster so quickly with the Eclipse. It's like, holy crap, that thing is awesome until she Broke wrestles someone she's not familiar with and yeah. doesn't hit it right. Front back. Side to side, um, but anyway, he's always Stark facing off against uh, Rhea Ripley. Another, you know, when is predictability a bad thing? It's not really a bad thing. It's like you know, Rhea Ripley's gonna uh, yeah. pull out the victory. So whoever whoever takes that title from her is got to be a made woman. I just don't know who it's, it's it is. Be. But this match right here, a storm, mommy's on top, always. Yes, I love the way she pins. <laughs> All right. Next topic on the disgusting. It doesn't matter. All right, guys. Here we go. Here we go. We have the Judgment Day of Damian Priest, mm -hmm. Finn Balor, yes. JD McDonough, okay. and Dirty Dom. But this past Monday night, it's going to be somebody else who's possibly going to be in our ring. Drew McIntyre going against Cody Rhodes. Yes. Jay Uso. Uh huh. Sami Zayn, uh -huh. Seth freaking Rollins. Okay. They got to have one more. Randy Orton. 
can't let me build that up? No. <laughs> he, can't, he can't. Rewind. He can't let me build it no, up? No, because everybody's like, oh, it's in Chicago. We got to go see him. No. Do not let that chant take over if he's not going to be there. Because if you're going to do that, all you're going to do is distract from the match. And the fans are going to be irate that CM Punk is not in it. So either you tell them it's Randy or you are going to have a riot when it's not CM Punk. How about, aren't you a lefty? Don't you throw a natural curveball? Yeah, you just go like this. And I'm not lefty. What I do in the privacy of my room. All right, but you know, there's a lot of guys who's been out for a while. It could be somebody... I don't think it's gonna be. I'm just, you know, trying to hype the shit up since you just ruined every my ruined my build up. God damn it! It could have been Sheamus. Sheamus could be the other guy. He could be the fifth guy. You forgot about him. No. Is, he, is he a friend? He's of... a friend of Cody Rhodes. No, fella. No. Yeah. Or it could be Shane McMahon back from injury. Maybe not. Ted DiBiase. <gasps> oh no. Oh no. Man. Nah, he oh, no. Well, hell, he need a payday. <laughs> Everybody got, everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a prison sentence. <laughs> I don't. It could be uh, a Chicago made punk. Who? You just. <laughs> it could be him. You just said it wasn't going to be him. It's not going to be him. I've seen something that. Um, I think Monday Night Raw is in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin! And it's been, what, 18 months since Orton been wrestling? Mm-hmm. Just about, yeah. His last match was in Milwaukee. That's a perfect way to bring him back. No one remembers that. No. They're just... People gonna... Google this shit. Nah. I nah. seen something. CM Punk re-signed his contract in 2005 on November 25th. And Survivor Series on November 25th. This shit pops up. Everybody, you know, talking shit. Who knows? Just like that, you interviewed that kid in, in the Danbury Town Hall. Ron Zombie. <laughs> not the, yeah, not, that, that yeah. kid. Oh, not, that. not that kid. <laughs> <laughs> not that kid. Yeah. Uh, anything, anything's possible. Well, I hate the description guys made of me. I uh, <laughs> I know every Royal Rumble winner from the beginning or something. Oh, man. Name me every King of the Ring from the beginning, every uh, semifinal match. <laughs> no, Kurt, Brett, Bam Bam, uh, Savio Vega, uh, John. Who's gonna be the fifth man for Team Seth or Cody? It just makes too much sense, as uh, as Abel spoiled moments ago, that the Legend Killer will make his appropriate return because with who else R- could it be? With an RKO on Monday. I mean, I don't. How, how, how about this? How about I throw a little curveball right here? Because everybody know that this match is gonna be in war games, and everybody knows back in the day, war games, you take out the weakest person, which used to be your JJ Dillon. Everybody assume it's gonna be Dom Mysterio. How about this? How about the ultimate curveball? Cody has his friend Randy pop up, but Dom gets replaced by a Chicago-made punk. With the Judgment Day. How about that? No. Why not? <laughs> Why not? No. Why not? Why? Like how AEW had when uh, Adam Cole, baby, came out. And who was the other one at the same time, that pay-per-view? Uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Why can't they do some shit like that? They could. The place to go off the roof. That shit. What? Why is Dom the weak link? He's not the weak link. No, he... Well, McDonough no, is. He's, no, he's not. 
No, he's not. No, yeah, no, he's, he's not. not. <laughs> he's not. Re- they're not replacing the most, the biggest heel in in the company right now. All right, let me be that fifth man. I'm coming in with a fucking brass knucks. I'm gonna rate for Dom. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I quit. Like Mick Foley did. No, to, to the Rock. It's like this. I quit. I quit. I quit. I seen the meme that he came in spell. You seen the shit? Who? Uh, <laughs> Logan Paul. Oh. What's up, <laughs> Don Mysterio? What's up, Logan Paul? Spell Logan wrong. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting no respect on his name by, oh, by spelling Lord. it wrong on purpose. See, the oh, Spanglish, Lord. sometimes that happens. You know, we, we E and A sound the same. Ah. Eh. Is, that, is that what it ah, is? A, E, O, U. We're in B, not D. <laughs> is that what it is? That's the vowel, That's what it is. Oh, okay. A, E, O, U. Platano, O. For you. Hooked on Phonics works for us. That's it. That is it. All right, but who's winning the match? Team Judgment Day. It depends if really. Randy, yes. Depends if Randy Orton is in, actually in it or not. Um, and if Randy is, he's going to turn on Cody. <laughs> what a way to burn a return! But You're damn that's right. That's another way to prolong him and Roman Reigns. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly why. Oh my God. Who? So many turns in wrestling. Randy Orton. And the, no, you, big you, can, show. you can't do that. You can't do that. What? You, said you can't. can't have Randy Orton turn on Cody. Because if Randy turned on Cody, the place is going to go nuts. Okay. It's going to make Cody a fucking heel. That's good. What That's true. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to do that for WrestleMania. That's, That's why they that have Roman not being here every week. That they is, know what they're doing. That is true, actually. Yeah. But I still want to see that Roman and Randy Orton match. That's supposed to take place last year in SummerSlam in Nashville. Then my man got hurt. I still want to see that. You'll probably get that Royal Rumble. Maybe. Maybe. Man, it's in Tampa. There you go. Roman can just drive to work. <laughs> Swerve <laughs> to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom. Anything's possible, but anything's possible at the Survivor Series. So, but I do have one thing. I know Full Gear will be over by the time this this podcast is released. Mm-hmm. Who is the devil underneath that mask? Randy Orton. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Randy Orton with a beard at War Games without a beard. How about that? Wouldn't that be something? Adam Cole, baby. What if it's not? Who is the devil under the mask? I mean, who is... Okay, let's go with uh, the obvious suspect. Who is the obvious suspect? It would be... Adam Cole. You think that he Roderick. is the most obvious suspect? It'd, it'd be Adam Cole, Roderick, or anybody from the kingdom. I would say Adam Cole wouldn't be the least likely suspect. But... But the most obvious suspect would be, yes, Roddy in the kingdom, yeah. But, but, MGF did say, and somebody else he repeated say, the greatest trick the devil ever played was make you believe that he wasn't there. Just like Brian Danielson, his orbital bone isn't actually shattered and he's fine. What if Tony Khan actually signed back the one man that everyone hates in the company? Jeez, these guys can't be on the Ooh. two different companies. I know. On two different nights. Bring back CM Punk. Ace Steel. Yeah. Who the hell? I know they. W- I know they're not gonna do it, but you talk about a swerve and a s- the biggest swerve ever. Yeah. The- <laughs> that would be CM. Yeah. CM would- Punk did post on Instagram today about him being a devil. But who knows? I, I didn't see that, but that's why I stay off of social media. But I that's why I pay attention to some of these guys' promos. Mm-hmm. 
And like he said back in the day in Ring of Honor, the greatest trick that ever, the devil ever played was make you believe I wasn't there. He did say full gear. He is, has another announcement, another signing. He's going to be another fucking Christian Cage. Oh. <laughs> and he's doing pretty well, isn't he? Now he is. Well, it's been three months, hasn't it been, since he got released? Yes. Approximately. Don't you, don't, don't you just love the silence where you're like... Hey, no, we don't like silence on audio <laughs> I shows. Know. But, hey, but, but that'd be the biggest swerve ever. I am so... F- Bobby Fish. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or... Flip, flip, flip. Oh, God. Flip Gordon. It, it probably is him, but I want <laughs> It probably is him. But uh, I'm not talking about for the devil. Not for the devil. The man behind the mask. <sighs> no, it's too skinny to be Samoa Joe behind that. It could be yeah. Eric Engel. Eric, Eric Young. Eric. <laughs> Maybe it's not even revealed at that pay-per-view, but just my opinion, it that would be the greatest swerve. You would never see it coming. What if it was Max Caster? Eh. No. What was it? Redbeard. Ugh. No. Too short. <laughs> it's uh, top dollar. No way. <laughs> what if it's... I'll give you 50 bucks for this mask. What if it's Heel Ziggler? Can't be on camera, Bubba. Yeah. Not until December. Somebody's going to be in L.A. doing a comedy show this weekend. <laughs> with, him, with his brother. Oh, yeah, God. But he's still not not to be on camera until December. That he, would be... He would be on camera with a mask. Ooh. Big Brother Brutai. Oh, shit. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, Steve, I just... Steve I, Blackman. I just took this off the rails, but just... That'd be something to think about. Well, these mystery opponents can be anyone, so... Um, the other day, you said Britt Baker. Platinum? Yeah, man. I never thought about Britt Baker. You what said it, that. What if it's all I women? Have... Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, <laughs> well, and the returning Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Excuse me. The, 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 what's her name? The blank. Marina Shafir. Is that her name? Yeah. The, the blank? The something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> you got me. The problem, Marina Shafir. Yeah, the problem. Something yep. like that. The problem is Roderick Strong. Yeah, there you go. So, well, yeah. anything can happen in the world of mystery partners at both AEW Full Gear and the Survivor Series 2023. I can tell you who it won't be. It ain't us. Taylor Swift. The Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, no. I wish that was because he'd be dropping a nice elbow on all of you. Oh, yeah. I forgot to put that graphic up a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> dig it. I dig it, baby. But who knows what will happen in the Survivor Series. But we do know what happened at the 2000 Survivor Series, the main topic of uh, this show today, because it was specially chosen by me. Handpicked, some would say, because... Dom threw out a couple of uh, Survivor Series, and I was like, no, no, no. Yes. And uh, everything I sent to John, all right, for the month of November, I'm going to let you choose a Survivor Series show. No. No. Here, wait, wait, wait. No. (laughs) He was like, all right, how about we do this one? I said, that wasn't even the the choice. He's like, well, that's all I want to do. All well, right, whatever. I chose WrestleMania 2, uh, Survivor Series 2000 because it was a Survivor Series. <laughs> do you remember the old Doritos commercial, Allie Larder? Do you remember her? She was pretty, didn't she date like Mario Lopez? 
for a certain time. She was pretty hot, but she looks terrible now <laughs> because she's been eating all those Cool Ranch Doritos. Looking like Sunny. Oh, my goodness. Kind of like Liu Kang. Anyway, uh, I oh, chose shit. I chose Survivor Series, WWF Survivor Series 2000 because it was a Survivor Series I was not very familiar with. I do recall that, um, and we will get into it more in depth, but I do remember The Undertaker facing Kurt Angle in a matchup. And Undertaker wearing only one time ever snakeskin pants. Snakeskin yeah, that threw pants me off. from Jake the Snake Roberts. And that shit was in uh, Just Bring It or SmackDown. No, it no it's the one of them video games. No. no, no. Was it? Unless it was Unlockable or DLC. Yeah, I've never seen those, bro. I've never seen it. I've seen them one of them PlayStation games. Nah. You must have. Creator Wrestler. It was yeah. a car. Call.ws. That was my website <laughs> back in the day. I used to have Strat Facts print out the, the creation code for me so I could just do it. You used to do that shit at the library. <laughs> <laughs> Ten cent per page. Not even. I found, I had a, I don't know who I knew, but I printed out all the cheat codes from GameFAQs. Oh, yeah. I would just, just write that on my notes. I'm not printing shit. I, I used, to, used to sit in class and be like, I just can't wait to go home so I can play SmackDown <laughs> in, in the basement. Um... Anyway, yeah, Survivor Series 2000. So I remember that match. I know, uh, I think I vaguely knew The Rock and Rikishi were facing and Triple H Stone Cold. I did it for The Rock. You know, so it is fun to go back and do what we do and watch these uh, old pay-per-view shows and check them out and see what it reminds us of, where we were at in our own time. And so let's go down the car. What was our opening uh So we salvo? kicked off Survivor Series 2000 with a Triple H promo. And man, Triple H looked... <laughs> Juiced. Like like how John was saying, juice ripped to the gills. He was brolic. Yeah. And then we had Jerry the King Lawler and Jr. announcing, and Jr. was on fire in this show. Always. His commentary was on point. So your opening match, you have TNA, which is Tess and Albert and Trish Stratus going against Crash Holly, R.I.P. Molly Holly, and the hardcore champion Steve Blackman. Man. Um, TNA had a t-shirt It was the APA t-shirt But they put a T in front of it So they were your Tapas Spanish tapas Spanish tapas Protection agency mm-hmm. But uh, Molly and Trish They looked amazing Yeah Back in 2000 Trish still looks the same Whatsoever Molly got the short hair now <laughs> But they for, for your opening match The match was real short Molly Uh Going to top row, his Trish with a sunset flip, and that's basically it. <laughs> that was the finish year match. Well, yeah, there was a lot of uh, quick tags, a lot of uh, for for two big guys like Te- uh, Albert and Tess to be moving as fast as they were. I was actually surprised. I'm like, damn, they're moving pretty quick for big guys. Tess' big boot was serious, though. Yeah, it got rested, so man, I feel bad that he passed away too early. But um, what about Crash? Yes, yes, <laughs> Elroy pour one out in his boot. Yeah, poor Elroy. Um, <clears throat> super got, heavyweight. I got a couple notes on the opening of the show. Yeah, it was, it was real, sh- real short. About um, seven minutes. Yeah, it was about seven. Yeah, it was short. Yeah, so, at, the promo seemed longer than that damn match at Triple H shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about that promo? I say the opening video package is a highlight reel of take a shot when you see Triple H. Holy crap, he is all over it like white on rice. And I'm pretty sure I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw an image of Charles Manson in there somewhere. It was a wacky-ass promo, almost WCW Halloween Havoc level. My next note is, but yes! Looks, but it looks better. It looks better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My second note for the uh, first opening things of uh, the pay-per-view is, good lord, Molly Holly! 
Okay, so she did look good, like I said. Right. And <laughs> I, would, good. I would love to see Albert and Lex Luger in a Who Can Keep Quiet match. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, can Trish Stratus not wrestle in this match? And it's amazing to know that even two years later, that Trish and Molly Hollywood have incredible feuds and great matches together. So it's a very interesting look to see Trish Stratus when she knew nothing. Yeah. You know, so those are my notes. Yeah, you, thus could, far. you could tell she was green back in the day very at that time. Green, yeah. But man, very brown everywhere else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after this, we got another backstage segment. Well, we got our first backstage segment. We see Edge and Christian with Kurt Angle. Kurt asking his boys if he could be in their, if they could be in his corner for Undertaker, and they were scared shitless, basically. And Kurt wasn't picking up on these. No. You know, like, oh, dummy! <laughs> yeah. Kurt Angle was kind of a dummy character at this time. And you, you know, you know, you know the future, right? Because, of course, Kurt Angle goes, shaves his head, goes bald. But you can see it right there. He's <laughs> that shit right there. Right you there. can see that shit. It's going. <laughs> so, like spray painted on. You can see it, baby. All right, so we have a, another backstage segment from earlier in the day. We see Tiger Alley sing and low down D'Lo Brown and Mosh yeah. having problems getting to the building. Jinder Mahal. What was the point of that? An Indu Sheer. What was the point of that? Just like Indu Sheer and Jinder Mahal is on Raw now. What's the point of you guys? Um, what y'all doing? How y'all meet? It's whatever. Yeah. Waste of time. Waste of time. All right, so our next match, we have our... Oh, I'm going to say our truth. We have the Road Dog. And K Quick, K Quick, if you guys don't know, is our truth. The immortal our truth. This man has not aged a fucking. Twenty three years later, and this man still looked the same. Yes. Only thing different, he got dreadlocks now. Literally, they come out to the song "Getting Rowdy." Who getting rowdy? Look at moves of things. <laughs> I don't know the rest. Alpha's the lady came from like Megatron back in the day. The, Metallic, metallic jeans and overalls that's, they had on. That's the first time an Asian black unification <laughs> happened in New London. It was a mega trend. <laughs> All right, so this is a Survivor Series tag match, a traditional tag match. Their partner was also the ninth wonder of the world, which China. will be a topic for us to talk about in the next coming week, up and coming weeks. It's a DX reunion. Yeah, China. She came out with the the bazooka, the China Nine Thousand, whatever it's called. And then their final partner was the one, Billy Gunn. God. Billy didn't, didn't still get, looks the same. Didn't yep. he get kicked out of the DX yes. maybe a year ago? And then now all of a sudden, like, earlier oh, that hey, year, yeah. Hey, buddy. You want to join up? Do you remember this? They just came out with a new flavor of Pepsi at the time called Pepsi One. Ooh. That's where the name came from. Seriously? Well, all it was right. a mere coincidence. All the right. one, Billy Gunn, and Pepsi One. All right, but I got a question for you, Strap. What? After this, didn't. Billy, they they pushed Billy to the moon. He didn't he win the King of the Ring like the following year in two thousand one. Oh, he, he was already the yeah, King, he of the was the King of the Ring. King of the Ring that year. What year? He won ninety nine. Always the real deal. He won it in ninety nine. Was it ninety nine? I thought two thousand one. He won the shit. No, I don't think they had one in two thousand. Kurt won two thousand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they brought Billy Gunn back from injury, and they gave him a brand new name and a brand new gimmick and a brand new entrance music. I would really like to know. What the bookie team's plans were for this version of Billy Gunn. Like, they were trying real they, hard. They were. Look at him. They Look was. at him. I don't have a picture. I should. Look at Billy Gunn in this match. 
Oh my god, it's he, disgusting. He looked good, but it, nothing changed. He, <laughs> it's it's the same guy. same thing. Same shorts with the yep. the lips on his trunks and another great theme music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it all. Still using the famouser and and yeah, you they, don't have the title. <laughs> yeah. And like he would team the Big Show the next year as Shogun. Oh my god! I must have blocked that in my memory. And like, yeah, you know, he was with. You know, I mean, him and uh, China. I mean, I mean, this is all on TV. Everything you see on TV is at work. But you know, they're hugging it up, and they got into the ring with K Quick and Road Dog. It's like, just like I said, like DX right yeah, here, basically. You know, and, um, who are they wrestling? All right, so their opponents was the Radicals, which was uh, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Saturn, Ooh, man, Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. Also in their corner was that little horny little she devil Terry <laughs> Reynolds. Like Dean Malenko had a couple of botches in this match, which is pretty funny to watch because you know it's Dean Malenko of all people. But um... and look at Dom; he's trying to imitate uh, Marlena. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I liked how um, the Radicals came out looking like a team. They all had the black and yellow trunks mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. gear on, whatever. Yeah. And, Man, also, everybody man. looked good. Well, besides Demon League at that time, everybody looked pretty good. Man. It seemed like Eddie got out early. Was that because he was dealing with that elbow injury that he he had? No, you forget about this one. No, he yeah, he healed up earlier in the year, but we forget that there was a early year long storyline with <laughs> the original mommy and Dominic and his father Eddie and China. Eddie and China were a thing that year, mm-hmm. and apparently uh, that Eddie, was during her first shoot or second shoot. For Playboy, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So uh, Eddie Guerrero, he got caught in the showers with some women, and that's what led to their breakup. Even though they're engaged in storyline, and sure enough, Eddie Guerrero he whacked China in the back, not for the first time in his life, <laughs> and then he pinned her, not also not for the first time in his life, yep. and they got rid of China. I was like, that was kind of weird, you know. I don't know where this is where Dom's gonna follow up on Raw the, and SmackDown the following nights. It's like, where did this storyline go? Did, or did, this was it. This was the end of that because... Uh, I, I need to. WWF 2000, man. What a year. What I have a year. A, Strap, I have a question for you. Before uh, K-Quick, where the fuck did he come from? Uh, a lot of these guys... Guys came from NWA Wildside, including himself. And most of the NWA TNA guys, like AJ Styles and Braden Walker. All right. Who? James and James Storm. Wildcats. I know. Yeah. All right, so, but so, K-Quick's so, uh, career didn't last long in WWF. It did not, no. No. He went to TNA, what, like two years later? Or I don't even know he lasted two years. I, I don't even know what happened. No, he, TNA he, wasn't a thing. T- 2002. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I believe, I mean, you could, you could see a lot of original WWF wrestlers stick around until the beginning of the Alliance invasion storyline, and then they start disappearing after that. Yep. So K-Quick was one of those guys. Uh, I think he was injured at the time, and that led to him leaving. But, you know, who's going to give you a big Royal Rumble pop? It's got to be our truth and that's what's up. Yes. But All right, so you, to end the match, you had Saturn and Benoit get the win over Billy Gunn. Basically, it was a suplex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Saturn held uh, Billy Gunn's leg. Really? One, two, three, Chris Benoit with the pin. Yep. Really protecting Billy Bitch Cakes on that one. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, so after this, we see Lillian Garcia backstage. She tried to interview The Rock. Rock comes in, and he just straight ignores her. He's serious. He had something on his mind. 
Yeah, because normally he'd get like a quick little ha-ha moment with her. And those two guys, guys always, when they're on camera, they've got great chemistry. So to see that, that was like, hmm, that caught me off guard. But I get it because yeah. he's had that rivalry with his primo. Asshole. How you going to do that for you? You didn't do it for The Rock. <laughs> All right, so after this, we see Michael Cole interviewing Chris Jericho backstage. And Chris Jericho is going to be going against Kane. They show um, a video package. Like I said, there are video packages back in the day. You don't need to watch <laughs> any recaps of Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I can't even say. Sometimes. Not even back in the day. Even to this day. They're, they're, oh, yeah. The video package their production's, is A1. Yeah, exactly. So, Kane's pissed off at Jericho because Chris Jericho burned him with a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yakamoshi Shampoo. Hey, man. That's where the robbery began. He's hey. like, oh. I burnt you with my coffee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's so terrible. 90s acting, y'all. You got jokes? <laughs> I love Chris, man. He, oh, man. Man, look, just looking at him here, you're like, man, the, what have I become? You know, Chris Jericho, so. Do the Judas in my mind. But, yo, this was a good match. I oh. enjoyed it. Yo, I, I was not expecting Kane to sell as much as he was. That 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 was a big like WWE gave him gave yeah, Jericho a Jericho, big props Jericho for that. shine. John, strap, question. Has Kane ever tapped out? Oh yeah. He's Has he? I'm sure he's tapped out. Yeah. I don't remember well, do ever you, tapping. Now you want to recall what incarnation of Kane? It because I'm pretty sure he's tapped well, out. Well, I'm talking about Kane with a mask, not Corporate Kane. Oh, I, I, mean, know, I know Corporate Kane probably tapped a few times. You mean up to this moment in time? Yeah, probably this time, not. no. Probably not. Well, uh, maybe the next year, because the next year he would face Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. So maybe he okay. tapped out there. Yeah, he probably tapped there. Um, yeah. yeah. Perhaps, he... perhaps. But for this match, Chris Jericho and Kane, I thought they had a very intense match. But typical of Chris Jericho matches at the time, he was kind of clumsy, kind of awkward. And you know what? You could <laughs> blame it on the ropes, because Chris Yo. Jericho took a bad fall, and then Kane took a bad fall yeah. on the same side. So, But did you, you like that lion salt that he went to and Kane... Caught him and yes. he hit him with that monstrous choke slam. Sheesh. Yeah, I don't Jesus. know. If, I don't know if you saw this clip or not. It was like uh, I think Justin Gabriel was talking about Kane being like catching him, and like Kane, his Justin Gabriel's description of Kane didn't sound very, uh, very nice. You know, because Kane seems like a very popular, you know, friendly guy behind the scenes. So for him to say, "I don't catch people," <laughs> it's like. Um, <laughs> You've been in the business forever. You've wrestled everyone. What do you mean you don't catch guys? And maybe he's playing a rib. Maybe he didn't like Justin Gabriel. I don't know. But I just thought that was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, this, uh, you think this about it. How how often did he really like catch people from the from the air? It's usually just like the choke, the choke slam. Yeah, but if he was outside, people would do dive. Shawn Michaels or um, RVD. Who yeah. you know? Rey Mysterio. She, you know the Miz ain't catching nobody. Oh, oh man, <laughs> I missed Stye stuff. <laughs> Just fall down, like oh, all right. Oh, he Lord. dropped Montez Ford that one time in the pandemic. Oof, no bueno. Ah! Nobody remembers that pandemic. I remember that. I don't. <laughs> Thank God. All right, our next match is for your European Championship. Holy smokes! Oh yeah, yeah. You have William Regal going against Hardcore Holly. <laughs> Why? Listen, William Regal came out for a promo, and I swear to God, when he said his opponent was Hardcore Holly, I actually <laughs> went, 
Ooh. I, that's a, I said the same thing. I like Hardcore Holly. <laughs> when I, yeah, when I first heard that it was going to be Hardcore Holly, I'm thinking to myself. It's going to be a good movie. Did Holly ever win the Hardcore or uh, European title? Nope. I was like, no. I'm like, all right. Let's I see don't remember what, that. Let's see what bullshit's hey. about to happen. You heard that thing called the Mandela Effect? Yes. Right? Did, was Hardcore Holly ever the Intercontinental Champion? No. No? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I believe he was. He was once. Well, Maybe. there we have it. Now you one be... out of one out of three podcasters can't agree. He was. I think I looked this up, and I you can keep looking it up, Plano. But I think it was one of those weird, you know, the like TV uh, dusty finishes. Like, oh, he won the title, but no, he didn't. You the know? small intercontinental title belt, that one. No, 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 that no, no, no. I meant like back like ninety five. Oh hell no, no. <laughs> nah, he had a little small intercontinental title. Even, even a phantom title change. Even like, you know how Jericho technically won the WWF title from Triple H earlier in 2000? But he didn't because he was erased from history. <laughs> yeah, fucking Earl Hebner. Just screw Triple H. Oh, I won't break his arm, Chris. Okay, let him go. <laughs> ah, just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, Mandela Effect here on the It Doesn't Matter podcast. No. Was Harker Holly ever there in the Continental Champion? No. No? Nope. Any, any, anything else about it? He was like, a tag champ. Yeah, he was a tag champ with yeah. the one, two. Oh, he got him. Nope. And, cr- and Crash. Oh, yeah. Later, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. In the opening match, Crash Holly was there. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Hardcore broke his arm. I was at that show. Kurt Angle broke his arm on a moonsault in Hartford, Connecticut. And um, I was really surprised when I seen Crash and Molly. I'm like, okay, Hardcore is going to be the partner. Nope. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shame on me. Shame on you. Shame on... Wikipedia. Yeah, so watching this match, it didn't make any damn sense. Regal whooped that ass throughout the whole match. Holly finally got some offense, then he grabbed the the European title and fucking got himself disqualified hitting William Regal. Why the hell would you do that? You know why? Because he's a dummy! Yeah. I think he did the same thing during his only world title match with Brock Lesnar at the 2004 Royal Rumble. It was just ended in a disqualification. Actually, 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 that's that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Brock beat him in four minutes with an F5. And like, oh, oh man, man. Four. <laughs> so sad. Was that when he had that big gash in his back? What, no, that, that was, was a after different that. match. No, that was he did that. I think with RVD, and that was an ECW on Sci-Fi. Uh, that was oof. That was brutal. Trainers, EMTs, referees down. That was bad. Man, they took out Sabu from the upcoming Watch Along or Whoever Knows review of December to December someday Uh-oh. coming soon. Since day one, I swear, since day one, week two, week three, week four, I've been saying, y'all got to watch this pay-per-view. And you know what? You know where oof comes from? It comes from that pay-per-view, guys. It's coming soon. We're going to be reviewing that soon. (laughs) December is approaching. Oh, yeah. Coming soon. December to remember. All right. So we got another backstage segment. Guys, a lot of backstage segments in this damn pay-per-view. We're watching Raw pay-per-view. PLE. Anyways, we see Trish talking to Kurt Angle and asking him if he needs some help out there. She'll be in his corner. And (laughs) Kurt, being the dummy, said he'll be good. He doesn't need testing Albert out there because he can be the Undertaker on his own. And he likes little boys. He likes playing with little boys. No, 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 no. It was a dummy. Dummy move. Have Trish in your corner. I That's what the hell this. She yeah. didn't. She didn't want to just be in his corner. Mexican trip. She wanted to give him special treatment, and he wanted just milk. That Molson. <laughs> you have 
Non-alcoholic Molson's, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't do that. We yeah. don't do that around Not here. Not later. Until you pop them pills. Oh. Gotta wash it down with something. All right. Here we go, guys. I did it for the rock. Our next match, we have Rikishi going against the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment, The Rock. I said sports because he was a Hollywood yet. <laughs> so a year ago at this time, Survivor Series, Stone Cold Steve Austin got ran down by a car. Yep. Who? 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 Who did it? Some blonde guy. Years later, or a year later, I did it for The Rock. Rikishi. Nobody expected it. No. Nah. Nobody expected it. This is a good way to write Austin off because he had neck problems. I just felt like it wasn't the right guy, but... You could have did Triple... Well, Triple H was... But the mastermind was the yeah. perfect guy. Yeah. I think it was Ken Anderson. It's... Anderson. But it was good because this brought Rikishi to another level. Seeing Rikishi as a a top hill. We seen Rikishi, not Rikishi. We seen Samu or Fatu, whatever his name was. The Sheik. The was it, well, no, it wasn't the Sheik. Was Head shrinker. The Sultan. The Sultan. Sultan. Yes. Yeah, but now he has his own personality. You see his face. He's doing his own thing, and it was pretty badass. You just think about this. He didn't. He didn't get back to that main uh, main event level ever again. This is like a special time. This is yeah. when he was a main event level guy, and uh, and he, he took yeah. He uh, wouldn't come back. He did a great he, job. He had the ball. Yeah, yeah. He, he ran with he, it. He ran with it. He yeah. did what he had to do. And then he put it in his ass. <laughs> yes, he did. Both cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Was, so, yeah, good match. Rikishi comes out He's a with the all man. white. And then the rock music hits. He comes out sprinting <laughs> yes. to the ring. Yes. Guys, we all been wrestling fans for a long time. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that feels like they should do some shit like this today because oh yeah if you throw my name in the dirt yep. and we beefing i'm not going to come up to you and <laughs> i'm not posing i'm not doing that i'm coming to the ring and i'm going to kick your ass that's what i'm going to do yeah it that's, that's what i'm going to do rock came out boom throwing the punches he got the chair and next thing you know referee who's it tim white yeah. Tim White grabbed the chair and then Rikishi with the sidekick and then yeah, Rikishi went to work. Well, it, it reminds me of somebody that was in WWE not too long ago, a couple years back, prior to the pandemic. Wendy I'm like, okay, so Samoa Joe was talking all this shit to AJ Style. They get to the ring and AJ Style does his whole AJ. We ain't got time for that. Like, yo, this guy's talking about your wife, he's talking about your kids, and you're just Nah. Hey guys, AJ Styles. No, I'm coming in the ring. I'm running to you. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you yes. before the match even starts. Like, yes, no pun intended. The <clears throat> Rock brought it. That's how you do it. You come down to the ring. Your music hit. Boom. Get to the ring and you do what you're supposed to do. Well, when you have a rivalry like that where it's getting intense and families involved, you you you're not coming in doing your famous entrance. Yeah, you, we, it's we, gonna be we different. Got time for that. The most current example of this. Is in AEW with Hangman Adam Page and whose house? Swerve's house. That's why Swerve, if you didn't know, Dom, did you just broke into Hangman Adam Page's house? Yeah, found his little baby's room mm-hmm. and gave the kid a gift. 
a t-shirt just to show Hangman, hey, I was here, I was in your house, not the pay-per-view, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, like, Hangman, of course, where's his revenge? He doesn't seek any. I mean, they're having a pay-per-view coming up, and they're going to fight there, yeah, of course, but where's the, I'm going to kill you, you know, all that stuff. Like, it wasn't there. So I just seen something, too, recently before the show started where Hangman was saying, this is why your your fiancé left you and that your kids don't talk to you. It was like, yo, you're getting kind of personal, bro. <laughs> saying that to Swerve? To Swerve. Oh. I was wondering why it was a Texas death match, but I did not know that. Cause yeah, I, didn't pop I, just, up. I recently just so, seen that. I'm like, yo, right. <laughs> when that, yeah, that match know. start, it better not be all freaking banter <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh, Swerve. No, fuck that. I'm coming in the ring and just... Hey, it happens in all companies. It happens in AEW. It happened in WWE a couple of years ago. So it's just it's just what it is. In WWE, you know why they do it. It's they're told to do your entrance. Oh, Don't man. sell. You know every every show is a new appearance. It's like it's not true, but okay, sure. I'm sorry. It's, all right, that's just me. But we're <laughs> we're different. But watching this match, Rikishi is one of the top big men of all time. I have to say, one of the top big men of all time. The way this man. Moves the way he utilizes his body, no homo, and the, the sidekicks, the leg drops, and he even embarrassed you by doing that damn stink face. Oh my yeah. god, the rock took that stink face yeah, for I, real. I was, I, I was mm. like, I did not expect that. I was like, nah, he's like, oh, I want to switch places <laughs> <laughs> after he went through neon chicken. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> neon chicken, Rikishi, oh. he, he was. This probably had to be, like, the best version of Rikishi or Junior Fatu, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Oh, my God. When he was in TNA, his name was Junior Fatu. <laughs> Junior Fatu. <laughs> I wasn't watching that then. Oh, oh boy. Right. Lots much. of people were in TNA. MC Punk. Anyway. I've been uh, some TNA before, too. Did you notice... Um, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice... Um, Rock's mom and uh, Tamina. Tamina. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking like, is that Tamina? <laughs> they were there? They were in the front row. I was like, wait, oh, that's wow. Jimmy Snooker's adopted daughter. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm anyway. looking like, is that Tamina? Yep, they were in the front row. And I did see a sign behind them said, Lee. I said, oh, shit, John's in the, in the crowd? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, shit. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> but, yo, it was, um, it was a good-ass fight. It wasn't a wrestling match. It was a fight. The Rock got the win. But Rikishi... After the match, four bonsai drops. Got his heat. Ass. Yeah, he needed yes. he needed his heat. Yes. So my question is to Strat Facts. After this, I know they had like the six man hell in a cell and Rikishi fell. I still ain't see that shit. How he went through the damn I truck. I haven't seen that either. I gotta watch that. What happened to Rikishi after this? What happened later on? Well, hell, what happened in two thousand one? Because this is November. What happened in two thousand one with Rikishi? I do I do the same thing. I do the same kind of thing all the time. I think about all right, where did they end up with this? Where did they go? Where did they this and that, you know? And think of think about the year two thousand one. Rikishi ain't in it. He's he's not in the alliance. He's not in that feud. So that that deletes the second half of that year. Where was he the first half of the year? He's probably just, you know, working his way down the card in uh tag team matches, you know how they would do, you know, are we trip you know, Rikishi and Triple H versus Stone Cold and The Rock leading up to WrestleMania that year, you uh-huh. know, on house shows. That's what they would do. Wait, did Rikishi have a match at WrestleMania seventeen? I don't think I don't so. Think so. No. no. Shit. No. Nope. I mean we know he came back you know you know he, he came back at the end of uh two thousand one because uh that's when Vince McMahon joined a different Kiss My Ass club. 
The Rock uh, shoved his face into Rikishi's butt hmm. in a famous thing. So that was the end of 2001-ish. He yeah. went from thinking he's kissing Trish's ass to the biggest ass. Yeah, we got to Google that. We got to figure out what happened to Rikishi <laughs> after Survivor Series. With Vince and, and William Regal. It's like, don't kiss my ass with chapped lips. <laughs> <laughs> so Regal like... <laughs> and, and, and King and he goes to, he goes to the <laughs> I love you King man you're the great uh, and Fuego no wonder the Saudi prince loves that guy the king and the guy with cowboy hat <laughs> that's why they brought him back for those early Saudi shows I like King and cowboy man by God <laughs> All right, so <laughs> after this, we see um, them in WWF New York. And you see Raven with the all leather. Cheesing. <laughs> what are you doing? Jeez, Raven looks so out of place, all bugged out. Oh, my that, that's not the Raven we, we knew in ECW where Johnny he's just Polo. like, ugh. I don't know, Raven, yeah. Raven having to be in daylight, I guess. I oh, know. Jesus. Who knows? All right, so after this, we see another backstage segment. We see Stone Cold walking backstage with his bag. And after this, you see Triple H and the Radicals backstage. And Foley said that the match is no DQ, and his boys, the Radicals, cannot be ringside. Yeah, so you knew something was going to happen. Triple H hanging out with all those vanilla midgets. <laughs> Triple H killed them all. Seemed very out of place. What do you think a Dean Malenko-Triple H match would be pretty cool, though? Dean would actually lead that match. In my opinion, Barbarian with pedigree. Of course. Look at this shortcake. I'd need two minutes. Look at me in the face, Saturn. I said, look at me. Oh my God. Him and Moppy. Him and Moppy. (laughs) All right, so our next match we have the women's champion, Ivory, going against Lita. It's crazy. Like, I never liked Ivory. Never. That's why she's not married to this day. For real? Yeah, she said that in her Hall of Fame. My kids are you guys. Oh, yeah, she did say that shit. Oh, what? Yeah. I remember she was, uh, wasn't she on Glow? Back in the day. Tina Ferrari. Yeah, Yeah, she was. More like a Tina Kia. Yeah, now she's in the right to censor. And I don't know about you guys, like, I peeped her, like, I seen her boots. She had, like, the old, like, church women singing group boots, you know, up to the knees. I peeped it. I'm like, damn, this shit's kind of high, and the heel was kind of thick. So her and uh, Lita they get into it, and then oh, yeah. she kicked Lita in the face. I don't think it was supposed to happen, but no, Lita yeah. was busted open. Yeah. And that shit just took over the whole match. Like I kept looking at the blood. I'm like, whoa, this shit crazy. I thought that was like part of her hair or something. Like ooh. at first, I seen like a little strand. Like, uh, maybe it's her hair. But that's what nah, I thought. That shit just nah, you know, you know, busted I, open. And they try to cover it up with the oh, you see that right hand? That's where she got. Bu-. No, that wasn't it. Nah, God, yeah, no, Jr. And it's like, oh, I think she got kicked. Uh, Kate was like, oh, I think she got kicked from them, them old-ass boots, old women boots or something. Yeah, that's what, he, that's what he said. She got them shit that pick way. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I Like, at this time in 2000, you never seen women bleed. Hell, you, you don't see women bleed nowadays, you know? Well, so, unless you're on AEW. Or birth control. Or Britt Baker. Yes. but I'm All just, those things. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the match was nothing special. Love you, Britt. Keep doing your thing, mama. Match with nothing special. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, Lita fired up. Stevie Richards came out. They booed the hell out of him, too. And Lita went for the moonsault. Ivory with the women's title. Had it on her waist. And boom, that's it. One, two, knocked Lita out one, two, three, and that's it. Oh, man. 
there's a lot to uh, dislike about this match, and there's a lot to enjoy about this match. Oh yeah. The most, the thing you can enjoy the most is Lita, who yeah. was on in fuego at this time of her career. She's still on fuego. But Lita versus Ivy for the championship. You know, it's a, it's also amazing to see how terrible Lita and Trish were. So Trish was not in her own world. Lita was just as bad as she was. But Lita was so over, was so over, <laughs> it didn't matter. Uh, but the match was full of action. It wasn't necessarily good action, and it was brief. So, um, again, Lita was amazing, so in a different way. But not in the ring. <laughs> this is still the Attitude Era. That's yeah. why they had the right to censor, and Lita yeah. showing her thong and her Hardy Boys tank top. That's right. Basically. All right, so after this, we got another backstage segment. We see the coach backstage in front of The Rock's locker, or his door, and he's giving an update about The Rock. He has some breathing issues from suffering from the four bonsai drops. Yeah. Coach looks so young. back. Yeah. Actually, he looked older back then. He nah, looked mad young now. I think he looks really young back then. Yeah. Well, some guys just age very well. He looked like a pedophile at that time. Oh, Man. my God. You seen that sign in the crowd that said pedophile with the yeah, hair yeah. going down? I'm like, oh, my God. I think that was Mark Lloyd. Oh, boy. I remember that guy. <laughs> All right. So. It's your main event. So after this, we see, we have another backstage oh my God. shit going on. We see Kane walking backstage, and Chris Jericho takes out Kane with a chair and a two-by-four, and the referees out pull him apart. Well, mm. I pulled Jericho apart. So, someone wondered, you know, because sometimes you see these backstage segments, and you hear all those big metal clang, bang, bang, and... Brian Alvarez wanted to know, like, what the hell are those things? And working in the industry a little bit, I know what they are. They're just drapery poles. That's it. <laughs> holding up curtains. You know, backdrops, if you will. Like, I, I know I'm, I'm actually in the forest. But this could be held up by a tall metal bar. And that's what they use. They're like, hey, what makes a lot of noise? It probably doesn't hurt that much if it falls on you. Ah, these things. So that's what they are. It's like when you see them hit each other with freaking uh, those tin yeah. foil. Dollar tree. <laughs> Boom, clink. What up? <laughs> it makes a nice sound. Ah, right? meatloaf. Boom. <laughs> it doesn't do anything, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. All right. So our next match is for your WWF championship. Nice you have match. Kurt Angle, your Olympic gold medalist, going against... The American badass, The Undertaker. Kurt Angle. Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle walks into the ring. And you know he hasn't perfected the timing of his entrance yet? Because he's literally standing in the ring waiting to do something. And then he does this little his twirl. Yep. He's nah, doing... that, that, was, that was perfect. It was good timing. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... He, he turned around and boom, boom, boom. It just, it just yeah. all went off. Yeah, he did that. But, you know, he, he was in the ring doing nothing for a little while. So he didn't have the timing down yet. Uh, That's cut, this is what, his second year in? He's just started his, his second first, year. He's still within his first year, yeah. Well, yeah. one year anniversary. He yeah. came out looking pretty arrogant. Like, he knew something was up. And Undertaker came out, you know, American badass on well, a motorcycle with them snakeskin pants. With his fake I, I theme. I think about it. Like, you said that he asked Edge and Christian to be in his corner. I think he said not to be in his corner because he had it all situated. He did. That's why you're so hey, that's why aloof. He, yeah, aloof. No one arrogant. knew what he had yeah. on his sleeve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's crazy to believe that Undertaker was 10 years in. Undertaker's character was 10 years in at the Survivor Series. Wow. But Taker whooped that ass. And, you know, he even made Kurt tap out with the arm bar. The salt of the earth. And then um, Edge and Christian came out to distract. Mm -hmm. But Undertaker, I like how he did a little over-the-top backflip. 
and then he just whooped these motherfuckers' ass, and they went back, and they just kept going back and forth. It was dope. Yo, Taker was the man, yo. There's not one version of Taker. Like, every year, Taker just got, like, more evil. Like, he just <laughs> just <laughs> beat the fuck out you. He got better with time, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Because he had to wrestle a certain yes. way as the old Undertaker. Yes. Now he's more loose. Oh, man. You know. This is more his personality, more his jam, and you got to see more of Mark instead of Taker. I love that for, shit. For a long time... My old buddy Ulysses, you know, he he did not. He liked, he loved this version of the Undertaker. He because he thought it was more realistic. You know, he's like, oh, I don't understand that goofy Halloween stuff. You know, but this is like, you know, he's a biker and he's tough and stuff. It's like I I can understand that. I like this. I like the big big yeah. red where he had the red bandana and uh, big evil Undertaker. I like that shit. Take that that's when he made. That's a good T-shirt that will never be sold on eBay. Big red. Big. But it was actually, you know, a leftover uh, symbol from the first edition of the XFL, which had a commercial it on did. this paper. I got, I got yes. that up there. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh... How you doing? All right. Back to my notes. Hamner throws Edge and Christian out. And then Kurtz gets in the ring. Takes down Taker. Does what you have to do. Long story short, Kurt goes under the ring. Kurt comes back from under the ring. Undertaker... What the fucking monster last ride, man. Pause. Pause, pause on that. Holy shit. But I didn't know. At first, I, I didn't know that wasn't Kurt Angle. Because <laughs> I didn't watch this show back I, in the day. I remember watching I remember this. watching Raw the next night and like, wait, what? I remember like, watching this. I thought this was No Mercy at first, what it took place between them two. I didn't know Survivor Series. But yo, cause you can see the dude was more solid than... Than Kurt. He didn't have the tattoo on his back. It's thick. <laughs> and the Undertaker went for the pin. Earl Hebner. One, two. Wait, hold wait, up. Now, how, wait. Now you notice not him? You can see that it was not Kurt Angle, but you didn't see that damn low blow Kurt blatantly did. <laughs> Even the Jerry King Lawson. I seen that low blow. Selective vision. Oh my lord. But under, um Kurt came from under the ring, rolled up Undertaker, one, two, three, and uh Undertaker was pissed. Was that Kurt's brother? Yes, yeah, Eric. That's Eric. Okay. Yes, that's the older brother. Remember, because he made he made another appearance. He came back when Kurt was bald. I don't know yeah, what yeah, segment, yeah. but yeah. Like, was Eric a trained wrestler? Because he had to take that flat he bump. He, he, yeah, he, he trained. Bump. He had to. Yeah, wow. he he was tra- he trained for that. Oh my goodness, man, that was pretty crazy. I mean, it was it was kind of a long match, but it was uh, entertaining from uh, start to finish. Um, and then had that that kind of finish to it, you know, with the you know the the pull one over your eyes kind of finish. But that uh, was good, you know. I personally am not a fan of those kind of finishes. I like clean, uh, you know, man beats other man <laughs> kind of finishes. So this was not one of those. Far from it. But it was leading to the next month's pay per view. So it is what it is, and it was creative and unexpected. So hey. Good job, everyone. Hey, and after this, Kurt ran out the building like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. It was basically like the reverse. It was like the wrestler's version of the evil referee, where you think it's one, and it's yeah. someone else. Put the heat on the wrestler, not on the referee. You know? Yeah. So and that's why Kurt ran like a little bitch. What they should have probably done is just have the one, two, three, and like, hold up, that's not Kurt. Then we start the match. Referee's decision See? is final. Earl's been fucking people since 97. <laughs> well, before then. <laughs> wow. And I, I, I don't know. Since and, 88. And I hate this shit. I hate when they always say that, 
Oh, it's been the past seven years. Oh, yeah. The oh, title yeah. keeps changing at Survivor Series. Like, I feel like every single time some shit like that happens, even in the NFL, this guy has never thrown an interception in the, in red, the, in the zone. red zone. Boom. Interception. Yep, every time. Champions stay the same. Like, I hate, like, don't say it, because, you know, <laughs> let me believe yeah. that it's not going to happen. This show is always going to end on time. Never. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so after this, we have a XFL cheerleading commercial. and How you doing, baby? I thought I was watching some Victoria's Secret commercial me for a too. minute. Me too. I'm like, man, I'm about to go on the website to see if it's still up and running. And XFL, what a big <laughs> failure that would be. But it gave us the Undertaker's logo. Yeah. That's it. All right, so our next match is another traditional Survivor Series tag team match. You have Edge and Christian with the right to censor of Bull Buchanan and the Godfather, or the Good Father, excuse me. So good. With Val Venus in the white pants. <laughs> Going against the Hardys, Matt and Jeff, and the Dudley Boys. What a dud. Match wasn't needed. Fucking buffer match. Wasted time. They should have got rid of that damn... Crash Holly and oh, shoot, TNA shut your shit. mouth. That's what they should have had. <laughs> yes, and had that shit to kick off the show. Yeah, waste of time. Jeff Hardy's your winner. And there you go, in and out. Abel, any thoughts on that? No. Alrighty. <laughs> and your main event, and just like you said numerous times, your world heavyweight title should be your main event. Usually. Unless you're Triple H at WrestleMania. Unless you're Triple H or you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. I agree. And I agree. Johnson. This, this right here, this is the perfect way to end the show. You have Stone Cold Steve Austin going against Triple H, the game. This was the rivalry of, of the freaking, at the time, the biggest yes. one. Yeah. This wasn't a wrestling match. This was a fight. Yeah. You want to talk about blood. We've seen a lot of blood between Lita and Triple H. Yo, I don't know what it is with Triple H, but every time he bleeds, he he hits a gusher. It's like I don't know what what they do with his coffee, pit, the the the. Nah, I think it's, Advil, whatever I think the fuck it's his it is. Nose, it should get all clogged up, and then you finally let the shit out, and then you just start bleeding. <laughs> you go from your nose all the way to the yeah. top of your head. <laughs> Come <Yo>. on, <laughs> work your way up. Nah, he. It, it's always like you know if, if Triple H is gonna bleed, it's gonna look. And who did he learn that from? His mentor. Woo! That's right. The nature boy. But anyways, it was a great-ass fight. Austin, he opened up the can and whooped ass. Hell, he even took a seat and took a sip of that can. (laughs) And he whooped some more ass. He took the cooler and hit Triple H in the head. Can't go wrong. Everybody loved Austin this time. Austin's still the damn man. And next thing they go backstage, Triple H lure him backstage. The Radicals can't be ringside, but they backstage. And they start, Chris Moore beating the fuck out of Austin. <laughs> it was like a shoot. The motherfuckers yeah. was going at it. Next thing you know. I only got less than 10 years to live. Oh. <laughs> Basically. Seven. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. But uh, anyway. Benoit ran outside, tried to lure uh, Austin to Triple H. Triple H is in the car, all bloody, with a random towel wiping his face. <laughs> Next thing you know, Austin goes outside. They can't find him. Where'd, Where'd he go? go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he Un- go? Underneath the trailers. <laughs> Where he belongs. Next thing you know, 
all of a sudden, how the hell Triple H have a microphone that you can hear him? Hey, Chris, where is he? Or Benoit, where is he at? It's oh. the technology WWE spent. Yeah. In 2000? Oh, yeah. The Millennium Edition. <laughs> and um, one of the most infamous. Yeah, Benoit couldn't find them. Next to them, Austin got in this damn crane forklift type vehicle. <laughs> Some redneck <laughs> shit. Austin figure out how to drive in his trunks and. He operated it, and Triple H was in his car. He got the car, lifted it up. Austin! Austin, don't do it, Austin! No, you're going to regret it! You're going to regret it! Oh, oh, my God! Oh. Attempted murder. Stone Cold Steve. Literally. That's probably got a bad heart now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know, but... Never mind I'll... wrestling for the next 17 years, but... Oh, All man. I know is... After we get done with this show, I gotta watch that Raw the next night. I gotta see what the fuck happened with Triple H. Yeah. I, 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 I remember, I think the police go after Austin about what was going on, which is like, come on, this what, is what proof do they have? What yeah. they said, did Triple H escape the car? No, <laughs> what, what happened? Like, I forget. Yeah, he crushed the car, the car flipped upside down. I don't, I Triple forget. H was in the car. If either that, or was it one of those where he had like the fake makeup, or was that because of the snake? It was one of those instances. <laughs> What snake? You don't remember he Randy got locked. In, you remember which no. one? He no. got locked into a locker room with a rattlesnake, and then like the next. Huh. Okay. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it is one of those incidents. <sighs> there's so much. <laughs> there's so much shit going on at that time. You just the WWF in 2000. Yeah. Movie magic. I'm still trying to figure out how Vince got out that damn limo. <laughs> <laughs> Put that foot down twice. Limo blew up. I'm still trying to figure out. Loaded boot. <laughs> Shoot, that's why he stole the stocks. Oh. <laughs> Your son loves to play the game. He loves many games. But he doesn't like playing with little boys. All right, so guys, Abel, no. what do you think about Survivor Series 2000? Uh, one of the better Survivor Series um, that I've, I've actually remembered, especially seeing that part, I was like, I forget what part where I started remembering the match, but that's when I was like, oh, it ends this way. Like, when he gets... Um, Probably the Undertaker match, because that's what I remember. I'm like, oh, shit. Like I said, I remember that match. I don't remember this show, but I remember that match in particular. Because... I, I remember that match, but I also remember, I think, when he was talking to Mick Foley, I'm like, oh, this is where he gets thrown off the freaking um, crane forklift thing. So I was like, all right, now I remember watching the show. John, what do you think about the show? It was a good show. Uh, it, was, it was very uh, reflective of the point in time of the WWF, you know, in 2000, its hottest moment, arguably. Um, not all the matches were to my fancy, but they all delivered in their own way, and it was it was a good show. It was definitely a worthy show to check out and watch. And if you like wrestling, you like WWF, you like WWE, you like pro wrestling, you're going to enjoy this show. Yeah, so, I agree. Check it out. Yes. Um, well, we have one more show for the month of November. We're going to talk about Starcade 87, baby. Usually known for being a December preview, but at the time, they did it around Thanksgiving. Yes. So Thanksgiving this is approaching, and we're going to be talking about Starcade. Yeah, main event is the Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin, <laughs> going against the Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Woo! Something. And then I, I think that's in a steel cage. 
I never seen this show, so it's definitely gonna be a doozy. Poppy Platinum picked it himself. Yes. Anything when I see Dusty on that, I gotta get on that because I gotta say my thing because I'm going against Lex Luger in a cage match for the United States Championship. Oh, the Bull of the Wolves. It's me, baby. I'm going in without the time, and I'm coming out with it. Cause you, Lex Luger, you want a part of me. Want to be part of Four Horsemen? When you go a part of me, want to be part of Four Horsemen? I smack the shit out of you, boy. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and then we also, I think, for the tag titles, is the Rock and Roll versus the Midnight Express. Ooh, I, I believe I, it's I gotta that, watch that show. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to. It. That's what we're gonna bring to you guys next week. And then December is approaching, and you know we're gonna end December with Starcade '97 with Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Sting. Yes, and like John said earlier, we are gonna talk about WWE CW. <laughs> December. December to dismember. I've never seen it. Nah, I don't remember watching it's it either. It's time. It's time. It's ECW time. It's time. And also, we're going to talk. John's pick. John already picked the WWFE show for December. Hey. It's going to be Armageddon 2002. I took two that's shows. Not, that's, this, not, this that's not Jeff Hardy. Uh, still. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Judgment Day. I think he did. No, he had an Armageddon. It was Armageddon 2007. Ah, uh, same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrong year. Damn it. <laughs> and we were also going to talk about the ninth wonder of the world, China. Don't All treat me things like a woman. China. Don't you treat me like a man. I, I don't China. know the rest of the song. Oh, like a woman. Yep. <laughs> December is approaching. Next thing you know is the new year, and we're still gonna be at it. Yeah. We also want to thank the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network, the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network, the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network. Yes. For uh, still having us on, and uh, you know, supporting yeah. us and sharing us. He has us on Facebook. He has us on YouTube. I just discovered so. Thank you, Ryan Broadcasting Network, for getting us out there. Thank you, Randy, Randall, for being a loyal supporter. Thank you, Dante, for being loyal, and thank you for the questions on YouTube and the comments. Brian from Delaware, BDC. We we'll see you soon for Starcade '97, baby. Ooh, yes. And what else we got for you, baby? Anything else? And Adrian at the All Marks Pod. All yeah. Marks and Pod. And so many more pods. <laughs> New ones every hour on the hour. <laughs> oh, wait. He just came out with another one. Oh, called the Filming of the It Doesn't Matter Podcast, Week 41 <laughs> Podcast. But, guys, um, let's wrap it up. Call yep. it a night. Yes, sir. Until then, I am the notorious one. I am here with Poppy Platino, the, the Dominican Dream. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know who you're talking to when I'm speaking on that mic for you. Oh, yeah. Also here... With Strat Facts, Mr. John Lee. And we will see you next week for week 42 of the It Doesn't Matter podcast. Boom! Boom.